There was one little update thing, which is part of, I guess, what my story is on that my stepdad sent me. So yeah, they found a giant skeleton that's seven times bigger than an ordinary human in Ecuador, apparently. Wait, seven times? What the fuck? Yeah. Which, like, so the average human is, what, 5'5 yeah. five, five to 5'10? Five, so we'll we'll say what's in between that. Sure, five, yeah, 5'8. Just do, honestly, just for math, like 5'6. So they would be, like, 35 to 40 feet tall. 38. Unless I did math wrong, wrong which is very, I, very I fully support your decisions. So, I'm Kirsten. I'm Joshua. And this is The Weird and Suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. Um, and so if we have any new listeners, I feel like maybe once in a while we should probably rem- like remind or say what we're about. But we just cover weird, creepy stories of anything, conspiracies. All of that, minus true crime. Yeah, not diving too much into true true crime. True crime. (laughs) True crime. No true crime here. You Um, can't get into crew and commit a crime. (laughs) Mostly just things that are unsolved and or very odd to begin with. So are unsolved missing people things considered a true crime? Or are those considered a mystery? Because there is some some ones where I'm like... I don't believe the person is dead. It's just weird. I feel like it depends on, like... Because a lot of them, there's, like, weird shit that goes on before somebody goes missing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if it's along those lines, like, um, If there is kind of, like, weird conspiracy of all things beforehand... But other times, people that go missing, it's just, like, they just straight up disappear. And then there's not a whole lot to even really talk about on there. And most of the information is, like, police theories, which don't tend to go into the paranormal. Not usually. I can just think of one specifically where the kid was acting really weird for, like, I'm going to say almost, like, 30 something hours before he went missing and then everything after he went missing was still super weird to where and then like to where literally i don't think many people believe that he's dead and most people think that he kind of just like literally disappeared himself type of shit yeah yeah i mean like i mean i had the money i would consider disappearing myself too just for fun just uh, just to see, I mean, I may or may not talk to some people ever again, but you know, <laughs> you don't feel that way? <laughs> oh no, I fully agree. It's just like, you know, like I can just it's leave. Like, yeah, it's like, what if one day everyone came home and all my shit was gone and then I was nowhere to be found or... To make it more mysterious, if all my shit was here and I was gone. <laughs> Stage to disappearance. Honestly, I feel like it'd be like a couple days before anyone was like, all right, where is she at? <laughs> all right. All right. Where did you go? 
Are you hiding in the closet? Yeah, I mean, people have my location, so I feel like I'd have to change my phone and everything. Uh, yeah, pretty quickly, because, I mean, the police would get involved. Oh, yeah. Unless, think- like, you... I mean, you could tell the police, like, you're leaving, and probably just, like, say whatever, like, I'm leaving, I don't want contact with my family. And they yeah. probably wouldn't care that much, but to some extent, you would have to do that. Because if you just disappeared, disappeared, then they would think that you, like, died or something. <laughs> so they would try to look for you. But, yeah. So, in some states, you can legally disappear yourself. And the police will be like, they won't tell your family. And they kind of just, like, end the investigation. And, like, close that as, like, a cold case or whatever. Um, and then in some states, they're like, you're not allowed to do that. You need to go home. So. Interesting. I think, for to I, my knowledge. I mean, I could see, like, if you were a minor. But I can't imagine, like, being an adult. I almost said a major. Being an adult and, um, like, being forced to go back to where, like, you can, I feel like you can do what you want, like. I don't think they're forcing you. I think they're just like, because a lot of times these, when parents or or family members are trying to look for their missing kids like that, they're raising money, they're raising a bunch of public awareness, and it kind of is like a a falsehood to all of that if the person just decided that they wanted to disappear themselves. Yeah, that's why you tell the police, and the police can tell your family. Yeah, but when in those, those states, they don't tell the family, they're just like, they're like slowly back out oh that's fair I mean like I would fucking hate to have an investigation done for me oh I would love it and then they like (laughs) track me down and I'm just at like some fucking hotel in Mexico chilling and they're like oh yeah you're you're outside of the country I don't think I don't think anyone's going outside of the country to look for you unless you're a child that's missing correct but the internet is a powerful tool in which if you have enough money to disappear yourself to Mexico and live decently you have enough money to change part of your appearance true but also like people are crazy man Like, the amount of people that have been tracked down for dumb shit on the internet. We can get into my story. So, obviously, I'm covering giants. Oh, yes, obviously. If I haven't gathered yet. Gathered that. So, um... There's a whole lot about giants. There's so much about giants that I can't cover at all. A giant amount. There's... Literally an absurd amount. So the the first part of this will be just like sciency shit, but like not too sciency because like I can somewhat understand some sciency shit, but the way that I I can't say it back in a scientific way, it's just real dumbed down. <laughs> I mean that is that is how they say that you uh, know what you're talking about. Is when, if you can like when you can reduce it. it, yeah. Yes, I didn't. There's some stuff though. I'm just like, there's a lot of words and names and shit that I'm just like, I, because I listened to a bunch of stuff I didn't read, um, and it's hard. I'm like, I know how I talk a lot of the time. I 
I don't mispronunciate, but I kind of blend my words together. And other people do that too, and it's hard to tell what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's speaking quickly or something. Yeah. I'm like, I listened to this 10 times and I still can't pick out the exact name you said, so I'm just not going to put it down. (laughs) I'm just going to hope for the best and we're going to go without. Yep. Okay. So, Giants. So, they are literally all over the place in literature and folklore and apparently real life shit. So, obviously, the Bible has giants in it, right? Isn't Goliath in the Bible and he's a giant? Yeah, I can't. I am not sure, like, how tall he actually was. I'm pretty sure that he wasn't, like... Like, some of them say that he was, like, seven feet tall, and some of them are, like, nine or ten feet tall. So not, like, crazy crazy, but just, like, a big dude. So when you're thinking of giants, what is the, like, height range that you're thinking of? Oh. I don't know. I would, like, personally, I would think, like, as tall as a house. I feel like just, like, maybe, like, so, like, 15, at least 10 feet. 10, 15 feet, yeah. Or higher, at 10 to 20 feet. That's also what I was thinking, and apparently, that's not right. Apparently, it's much shorter. Interesting. And I think that's when, when people, because when people, I think, think of giants, they think of, like, Jack and the Giant Beanstalk. Is that the right mm-hmm. word? Words? Uh, I think I messed that up. Uh, we, we know what you're talking about. That's all that matters. <laughs> I don't know it either. It's like Jack and the Magic Beans, or I—I I don't really know, man. Um, and like um, Paul Bunyan and the Axe. Yes. Was Paul Bunyan a giant, or was just the Ox the giant? I, in my imagination, Paul Bunyan was also a giant. Okay, same. But sometimes I'm reading stuff to where I'm like, was only the ox? So, like, I think when it comes to that and you're talking about giants and whether or not they're real, people are always, like, 15 feet tall. Like, no, they can't be real. When in most of the stuff, when people are talking about giants, they're literally talking about seven to nine feet. That's fair. I mean, like, back in the day, people were, like, five foot tall max. So, um... Some people also believed that ancient giants used to rule the the world and that kind of so in the Americas, yes, and even in Europe too, especially in Greek mythology. That was a very common thought. So there has been literally so many articles about people finding giant skeletons. Um and they have been finding them and writing articles on them for over a hundred years. And they have, there's been many giants of legends, and we know some of them, like I said. So, in some of these that people would find, the Smithsonian would take the bones to investigate them and determine whether or not they're real, because that's also very common in the thing that they just do. I don't entirely know what the Smithsonian is, but I do know that they will get these things that shouldn't be real and they investigate them to tell us whether or not they're real. So, like, if you get, like, a two-headed goat, and, like, that's common. Okay, let's say you get, like, a three- or four-headed goat, and that's not common. And then the Smith- and you just have, like, a taxidermy version of it. The Smithsonian would take it and they would tell the world whether or not that was real. Is that the only thing that they do? Uh, no, they, they're a museum is, I think, like, their main thing. 
Is Where is it at? A huge museum. Um, it's in Washington D.C. Don't listen to anything I said. I zoomed Anyways, out in Baltimore. Was the first uh, the first one I saw. Right. Honestly, uh, something that I saw, you know, in my detailed search while I was looking for this, it would take you ninety five days to see everything in the Smithsonian. In the Smithsonian. Isn't that kind of like the Louvre in Paris? It takes you many days to get through all the paintings. Yeah, similar. But uh, there's a lot of random just, like, collections that they have of art and different So, like, if a giant was real and they confirmed it, it would be there. Probably, yes. I want to fucking go. Okay. Um, We'll we'll add it to the list. Add it to Um, the list. Yep. With uh, going back to Ireland and... uh, New Zealand, not New, New Zealand. Zealand, New Orleans. <laughs> New Zealand's where I'm moving. Uh, I, I mean, I would. You can live in a Hobbit house and like perfect height. I I don't know if it would be the perfect height for me, but I could definitely yeah. try. Yeah, isn't there a tall guy that goes into a Hobbit house in the Hobbit? Uh, the big long beard. Oh yeah, the Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah. He survives. I've seen, it. <laughs> I've seen that movie. I'm well-rounded. Yeah, okay. So they would take these, the giant skeletons, and people would find them, and they would send them to the Smithsonian for the Smithsonian. So they wouldn't even ask for them. They would just send them to them and be like, here we go. Like, we found it. Tell us about it. Tell if it's real or not. And they would always get lost. And the Smithsonian would never, has never... To my knowledge, I could be wrong, but has never confirmed or denied if any of these. I think they've tried denying a couple, but for the most part, generally, they haven't really confirmed or denied enough of them for us to believe that these skeletons are fake. Hmm. Or even to believe that they're real. But what would there be to gain from lying about giants? I don't know. We'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, put a pin in it. Okay. Um, so... I think that's kind of weird because they're, I've heard about them, like, like I said, with other shit where they are very quick to be like, not real. It's a fake. Very fast. They will tell someone, you know what I mean? But in, in this case, either they don't give an answer or they're, it's like sometimes they deny it um, or they're just like, yeah, we lost it. And I'm like, how the fuck do you lose a nine foot fucking skeleton? Yeah. Yeah, man. They, I feel like the amount of shit that just gets lost is crazy. It's like... And just, like, multiple nine-foot skeletons that you guys have received have gone man, missing? There's That's a hole strange. in the room that they throw skeletons in, apparently. <laughs> They're like, right, we don't know. <laughs> it's a sleep it under the rug kind of thing. <laughs> um, So many people believe they're covering it up. Um, So... Like I said, when people find them, the average is about seven to nine feet tall. Um, and they, some of them would have elongated skulls, which I don't think that's like too weird for ancient people, is it? To have elongated skulls? I feel like yeah. it would be a little bit weird. You think? You don't think like any of the ancient Egyptians had a little bit of different shaped skulls than we do? Uh, maybe. Honestly, I've never really thought about it. I think so, yes. Mm. But it I could... was really young when I went to that museum. It could be um, if 
they if it was just like a thing back then because I, I, I just no feel like the way that they would give birth and stuff and like sometimes birth would take i imagine would take a really long time compared to now and like if the baby's head gets stuck it's possible for their head to be shaped that way or like i don't know yeah if the skull gets deformed when yeah uh... i don't know if that's like any kind of science behind it i'm just tossing it out yeah I mean, it makes sense, but whether or not that actually happens, I have no idea. But it could just yeah. be, like, something that was common in Egyptians or... I think I feel like maybe with time. ancient people, maybe not that it was necessarily common, but it's not as rare as it is now. Like, they're like, 30% of the population just has strange-shaped heads. And I would believe it yeah. if someone told me that. I'd be like, I yeah. mean, like, we know so little about, like what actually was going on prehistoric times or just even like in ancient civilizations like if everyone had a quote-unquote normal shaped head why would you write about it yeah yeah true i mean it's not like we're like yeah writing books and shit i mean like today humans heads are generally pretty fucking round I'm sorry, I don't talk to women, so. What? <laughs> Wait, did you just, did you say humans or women's heads? I heard women's I thought, heads. I thought I said humans, but. um. <laughs> I thought that you said in general women's heads are pretty round. Actually. I apologize. Sometimes, sometimes I think, I think I say things, but I say them wrong. Like that one time when I was like, they took her antibiotics out when I meant to say appendix. So <laughs> very possible. It's possible. We'll find out later uh, which one of us is just wrong. Because I also have no well, idea. Sometimes, sometimes I hear where people think I say things <laughs> because I say things wrong. Or like, I don't even know. There's something wrong with the way I talk. It's like I had a stroke. But I'm not old enough to have had a stroke, but it's like I've had a stroke at some point in my life is how I talk. It's okay. There's something wrong with the uh, the way that I listen, and so we're just not a good combination to have, <laughs> to have on this podcast. Yeah, usually Kyla's here, and she's like, no, she definitely said that. <laughs> the voice of reason who's actually paying attention. <sighs> okay, so sometimes they would also, when they find the skeletons, would have red hair. Um, but there's a little bit of science behind this because when you die, fun fact, your hair can turn red. And the reason is because, um, pheomelanin, which is more stable, is what makes up red hair. I think I learned this in beauty school, actually. Interesting. Um, and that's why when I heard it, I was like, that makes sense. And well, and that's what makes up red hair and then what makes up brown blonde and black hair is eomelanin which is the most common and that's less stable so everyone has both in their hair like that's just like a thing so that's why well not everyone i can be lying when i say that if your hair is naturally blonde you probably don't have the red but you have like the yellow and stuff naturally inside your hair so if you, if I was like to bleach your hair, it would go through these stages to where it would like be red, then orange, then yellow, because your hair has all those pigments. So Interesting. since the colors 
the eomelanin is less stable. It breaks down quicker after you die than pheomelanin. So if you find an ancient skeleton and they still have the hair on them, sometimes it is red because that is the only one that's stable enough to still be present in the hair. So does that mean, like, for the most part? Or how long does that even take to happen? I didn't find an answer for that. And it also depends. Like, my hair naturally isn't super dark, so there may be some red, but it would probably be more orange, naturally. Where yours would be more red, more red because you have darker hair. Yeah. Yeah. You learn stuff in cosmetology school, guys. <laughs> We're not all stupid. <laughs> I'm going to get shit for that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you're allowed to because you went to cosmetology school. That's how that works, right? Uh, I hope. <laughs> um, so they believe that they ruled over the land and they enslaved the people on those lands. And many people called them the tall ones. And in these areas, we will, we're, right now I'm thinking more, are talking more about the Americas specifically. So here we didn't really have white people natively. We just, that wasn't a thing. Um, so they would describe them as tall, white, red hair, sometimes graying beards. So, when they describe these people back then in these times where it was, for the most part, just natives inland, because, like, I think Vikings came over, but they stayed more along the coast. Mm -hmm. They didn't come inland. Um, So, that's why people were like, well, maybe, like, the natives said that there were some white people, and they were tall, so they have to be giants. Because, like, where did they come from? Um, they were said to be powerful, wealthy, and had advanced knowledge of technology. And eventually, in some areas, the indigenous people would run them off or literally just kill them all. Which, I mean, if you're enslaving them and trying to rule over them, that's what happens, right? People overthrow governments. Not saying that was a government, but, like, kind of, if they're controlling you. Yeah, no, that's... Usually things don't end just peacefully and everyone goes on their merry way, especially back in the day. It was. Yeah. There's a lot of hot headedness. <laughs> yeah. You uh, submit or die, I think, is what happened for the most part. Yeah. All right. So um, I kind of jump around a little bit. I apologize. So there's a guy that wrote a book. I'm sorry. I This is one of the cases where someone was saying his name and I couldn't understand what they were saying. And I tried really hard. So this is a book that this guy, these ideas came from. I'm sorry. I can't give a name. So he thinks that, so like evolution, we evolved from monkeys, right? Mm-hmm. That's what the thought is. And that we got bigger over time. That people are being taller and taller. Like you said, people used to be really short. Yeah. But there's a, a guy who thinks that we didn't evolve from monkeys, but we evolved from giants and we got smaller and smaller. Because when you're looking at insects and ancient animals and their skeletons versus then and now, animals and insects and shit are getting smaller. They're not getting bigger. So why would we be opposite? Which, I mean, I'm sure there is some cases, but for the most part, everything's getting smaller, except for us. Interesting. Yeah. Um, They also think birds come from dinosaurs. 
like dinosaurs were big and now birds are just tiny versions of them. I have heard that that like Or is that a real thing? That may not be a thought. That may be just a real thing. Yeah, no. I think that that is like the chicken is like extremely closely related to the T-Rex and like that kind of thing. Oh, cuz they have little tiny well, they don't have arms. They have wings. That's mm. stupid. Wow, I'm dumb. Okay. But, you um, know, kind, kind of similar. No. I knew as soon as I was saying it that it was wrong. <laughs> it's not the, the most wrong you could be. It's pretty similar. Because I, I just imagine them walking around waddling and being like, boop, 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 but their wings are small, I guess, in comparison. So... Yeah, I mean, like, if there was, like, more skin around the T-Rex hands, it could, might be a wing. You never know. That's the big thing is, like, with everything decomposing, it was hard to tell. I don't know if that's still true or if they have made advancements on that, but I remember hearing that growing up was, like, we have no idea, like, what, like, the skin type of, like, things were because we mostly just have fossils and not just like flesh True. from the dinosaurs. True. So like so we they, think dinosaurs are like alligator type, but what if they're not? They could have just been really big chickens and we would never know. That's so wild. I want someone to make a museum of all like say the same dinosaurs but all the different kind of skins they could have. That would be That cool. would be interesting. To look at them. Yeah. All right. Um so, they a lot of scientists think that the reason the animals were bigger, though, is because they had a higher oxygen percentage in the air rather than they, like, compared to now. So, apparently, the higher concentration of oxygen in the air, the bigger the things are. Hmm. Um, so, you know what? Kind of rude. No one brought me up in 100% oxygen. So. I was going to say, like, if, if, if it wasn't extremely unethical, <laughs> if we just took a child... And, like, increase the amount of oxygen in their air by, like... Let's see how tall they get. 10, 15... <laughs> yeah, how much oxygen can we give you where you'll like live bubble, but get really fucking tall? The bubble kid, but it's not because he would die. It's because they just want to see how big he get. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things, like... But then when you have to stay in that, because if you live in that for so long, your body gets used to it, and once you change the oxygen level like that, you'd have a hard time living. We would definitely find out. Because, like, you can't live on the top of the mountain forever because the oxygen you have to bring. Yeah, but... What... Well, yeah, Is there less oxygen or higher it would oxygen be, when you get up? It's less oxygen. But oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. It then. would cause problems because I know, like, people will train running in like Colorado because the air is um, thinner up there and so there's less oxygen in the air and so they like train on less oxygen so when they have more oxygen they can like do better I think I don't really know for sure I'm not an athlete I don't know, but thinking about that makes me want to breathe super hard <laughs> uh, honestly but I wonder if, like, you lived your entire life in a bubble with, like, 110% well, oxygen, yeah. if you would and have And you dropped down, you'd have a hard time living. But if you got used to it, like, I mean, it's everywhere. If you slowly so you decreased get used it. To it. Yeah. So you started them out for the first 10 years with a really high oxygen level. And then as they got to their 20s, you slowly decrease it to the point where you can let them out just in time to party. Yeah, especially because, like, you're usually done growing by, like, that point in time, right? So it's just, um, like... I think, well, men stop growing in their 20s. Women stop growing a lot earlier. 
Yeah, so we just have I've been this height since like fifth grade, so. And uh, it'll be fun. And since this yeah. is a thought experiment, I mean, we can just see what happens if they yeah. if we just yeah. free them out in the world. I'm honestly kind of surprised scientists haven't done this with animals, and I I don't think that's right. But also, like we do a lot of other testing on animals. I'm shocked that that wasn't something that they have done. We've done a lot of fucked up things fucked in up the past to humans. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if somebody did do it, but I feel like the, uh, I don't know, man. PETA would blow their shit up, literally. <laughs> Honestly. They'd be like bombs everywhere. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, it doesn't seem useful enough to, like, devote that much time. But I mean, Germany... But a lot of the stuff we devote a lot of time to doesn't seem useful enough. It seems purely True. out of curiosity. Like, okay, figuring out what, like, they, like... We don't know that much. They've spent a lot of time and money and shit trying to figure out what the skin texture of dinosaurs was, and that's the conclusion that they go up that they came up with. But how important is that really? Not at all. History doesn't matter, kids. I mean, that's not true, but <laughs> no. But... A percentage of history doesn't matter. Small details don't matter. Correct, but they are interesting. Yeah. Oh. Um... But no, I think, like, I apologize. I'm slightly distracted. I oh, touched something sticky, and now my life is ending. Um, I get it. <laughs> anyway, don't eat French toast at your desk, kids, because if you touch something sticky, you're going to want to die. <laughs> the French toast is so good. Uh, it was so it's delicious. My favorite breakfast. It was really fucking good. Anyway... <laughs> So, like I said, the average height for humans is 5'4", 2, 5'10". So, you're above average. Oh, my God. Um, but on the opposite ends, we, we, we even out, here. We even out this one. Yeah. I I think if you took our middle, would it be av- in the average? How tall are you? 4'11". And I am, let's just say, 6'5". I can't do math. I don't know why we're going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, Six, probably five. somewhere around average. It would be, okay. what, like a foot and a half between us? So add a foot and a half to your height. No, mm-hmm. add half a foot and then three inches, nine inches to your height. <laughs> so five, six. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not even Perfect. Math. We definitely. I'm making that up. <laughs> we definitely did all of this math correctly, and I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, we go for it. Oh, <laughs> we're accepting this um, as true. So, gi- or giantism? I think that's how you say it. I probably am wrong, to be honest. Is actually a real thing. So, like, dwarfism is a thing. I'm sorry if that's not the correct term. Mm-hmm. I'm unaware. If it is, someone let me know. Um. Giganticism also is a real thing. And that's what Shaq has. Interesting. Because he's over seven foot tall. Oh, is it just Um, if you're over seven feet, you're considered to have it? Seven to... Seven to nine feet is um, when you have it. Um, So, um, Google also says... That people with this disorder are have a higher chance of psychological problems. And I, aside from Josh, all the tall people I know are pretty fucking crazy. So I, I, will I wouldn't say that's count true. me out just yet. We, oh, we've well, only known each other for, yeah. for a couple of months. I don't think that's enough time. I've known you for longer than that. 
I came to your house on my birthday last year, and we had tacos. Ten out of ten. Yeah, it was great. So mystery solved. Giants are real, right? Yeah. If that's feel, what we're, I feel like they have to be at this point. Like, there's so much stuff with them, and it's not that far out of like the left field. If we're talking they... about giants like that, giants are real. Um, and okay, so I'm thinking about it. We keep finding these ancient giant skeletons in the U.S., and people are like, "Oh, they ruled over the place." You got white, tall giants. I believe that I could like. Nowadays, racism's very real and shit. Why would it not be then? Why would there not be tall white people being like, I'm superior. I'm going to rule the lands because we're giants. Yeah, especially because, yeah, there was such like a power difference because back then, like right now, like we have weapons that equalize us pretty decently. But like back then it was like, how far can you reach with this stick? And so... Yeah. Well, and then you gotta add racism on top of that. Yeah. Like white people to the indigenous people. Oh, yeah. I would, I'm not ruling it out. Um, so, also, people with this condition usually don't live as long, and part of it, I would assume how Great Danes don't live as long, tall people just don't live as long. I'm sorry I'm comparing you to a dog, Josh, but I recently saw that. Like, if you're <laughs> over 6'4", your average life expectancy is like trash. And they well, did it. Part of it's because your heart is trying to pump so much blood to such a big, tall being compared to like, my heart doesn't have to work as hard. It's very small. Height, you gotta pump the blood around the body. Yeah, it was. So there was a summer study in. Uh, Back in 92, so it was like a while ago, and I think people have gotten taller since then, but we, I mean, people that have gotten taller since then aren't super, super old, but anyway. Yeah, they're not dying quite yet. <laughs> exactly. But men taller than 6'4", on average, died at the age of 64. Damn. And men die sooner than women anyways. Yeah. I wonder if the reason why men die sooner than women, obviously part of it's just stupid stupid stunts and shit, but <laughs> I wonder if part of it, because generally speaking, men are taller than women. Could be some genetic something. Ah. See? Cracked ah, it. Cracked the, cracked the code. Yeah. Alright. Um, so, in 1824, there was hundreds of artifacts and bones found at Mount Morris. And one of the jawbones was so big it covered in it someone's entire face. And yeah. Okay, so the jaw the jaw was as big as someone's face. I want to know how big this person was. Okay. In 1824, uh, the Ohio Democrat wrote that about an absurdly giant skeleton around the same time. And they said that it was in, found with a nine foot long sword and had a giant helmet and thought to be 18 feet tall. Yikes. That's the skeleton I'm talking about. And then in 1895, the Smithsonian purchased an eight-foot-tall mummy for $500, then today, over $14,000. And it was discovered in San Diego in in 1908. The Smithsonian ran new tests. It was like, yeah, it's fake. Um, And it was made out of gelatin. Okay, so you had it for about 13 years. And it took you that long to realize that it was made out of fucking gelatin? It took them that long to make the jello copy of it? That's why I'm like, is it is the shit they're finding real? 
I don't know. Like, And they're covering it up because, it, I mean, yes, it's the early 1800s, but it should not take you that long. I'm sure gelatin from the, from the late 1800s, early 1900s is not gelatin today. And it's harder to make gelatin then seem body-like. Honestly, like, you would think that there is less technology and... But then it also, like, might be harder to identify just because we, like, can't be like, well, let's look at the density and all of that shit as easily. So, and then again, in Ohio, in Rainsville, in 1898, a seven, nope, an eight feet tall, seven inch skeleton was discovered with stone tools and hatchets. So, um, some of these mounds were said to be built by the giants and they're literally all over the u.s but uh, nowadays we kind of believe more we believe that the natives or indigenous people have built those more than giants um because we're not confirming if giants are real apparently um but these tools were said to be very common mound building tools that were buried with the giant and then in 1895 portsmouth herald which i think is a newspaper Reported in a nine-foot skeleton in Noble County. I don't know where that's at. And then in 1907 in Rockingham, Vermont, um, there was a reported extremely large skeleton believed to be a native, which is weird because most of them, they they didn't think they were indigenous people. But the jaw on this was also big enough to cover the entire face. And also this jaw had a double set of teeth, which I guess in a lot of these skeletons... It's not common, or it's not uncommon for them to have extra things like toes and fingers, teeth, rows, I guess, like a shark or some shit. I don't fucking know. That's all I'm fair. In 1931, San Antonio Express reported a 12-foot skeleton, and its skull, it was twice the size of the average humans. Um, There's a bunch of findings in Texas that support that there were giants in North America up to 45,000 years ago. In 1953, in Charleroi Mail, in the Char, I think I misspelled something, whatever, discovered a native burial site around a river with 50 skeletons among them, and some of them were 8 feet tall. They sent him to the Smithsonian, and the Smithsonian's like, we don't have it. (laughs) We never got it. Don't know what you're talking about. I got lost Um, in the mail again. (laughs) The bones, just so easy to lose. Also, if they start digging, this is where I have a problem with this kind of shit. If it is an ancient or a native burial ground, why are you digging it up? Leave it the fuck alone. If you start digging something up and you find something and you start to believe that it's a native burial site, cover back up and call it a day and be like, we're done with that. All done. We we can stop ruining people's bodies. Yeah, and that's where, like, the poltergeist and shit is happening, because, like, they built it over a native burial site, and they shouldn't have done that. Um, in 1959, Dr. Donald Jurgu from the Carnegie Museum said that he discovered a 7-foot, 2-inch skeleton in West Virginia. Okay, so this is where I'm also a little confused, because a lot of these that they're sending to the Smithsonian are 7 to 9 feet, and the Smithsonian's like, we don't know, we're losing them. But there has been seven to nine feet tall people that we know, like Shaq's over seven mm-hmm. feet tall. The tallest man of record is eight feet, 11 inches. That's why I'm like, um, So like what reasoning would we have to like yeah. hide them? 
But also, why are they losing so many of these giant skeletons? What if they weren't even human? What if they were aliens and there was some way, like, just the bones were different? That was a thought I had, too. Nice. And and a little bit of it. I was like, well, I also kind of believe that with, like, the pyramids and shit, too. Mm. I don't believe it, but it's just, like, a fun thing to think about. An alternative idea. So, um, these are just some of them. There are hundreds of articles that date back hundreds and hundreds of years about giant skeletons being found all over the world, all over America, just everywhere. You can Google them if you're interested. Um, so mound builders, so they built mounds as burial grounds slash tombs and underneath them were said to be the bones of all these giants. And, um, some of them are older than the pyramids in Egypt. They're well over 5,000 years old here in the U.S. Um, so when the colonizers came here, they couldn't fathom the idea that natives would make these things. And they're like, hmm, they're too stupid. They're not capable of it. That's what the colonizers thought. Um, so that's when they kind of thought, oh, and then they probably dug some of them up, seen the giant skeletons, and were like, oh, gel- or gelatin. The, what? That is what they saw, the giant gelatins. <laughs> they saw the skeletons, and they're like, oh, the giants built these. Um, I will post a picture of them, because they are wildly tall. Like, I'm just thinking of, like, septic tank mounds, and today, that is what some of them look like, but that's because a big chunk of them have gotten destroyed with the colonizers coming and doing all their shit, too the earth so they were filled with bones some of them i don't think they've dug all of them up and there is a serpent mount in ohio that astronomically lines up with the sun on the summer solstice so they knew about astronomy and i'm assuming a little bit about astrology because there's other structures that line up with constellations um and then there's the Kahoika Mound, which is a lounge mound. It was a city. Sorry. There was mounds there. But it was the largest city in North America pre-Columbian times, and it was actually said to be the size of London, and as big as the population, some think maybe even bigger than the population of London. And there was over 120 mounds that were destroyed in the 19th century. There was Monk's Mound, which was the largest in North America, um, I'll post a picture of all of it. It kind of reminds me of, like, Greek mythology. It's how I'm picturing it. Just without all the rocks, it's just all grass instead. Okay. But you know how they're, like, up high and almost, like, mountain-like? Mm-hmm. Just not quite as tall as a mountain. So this was said to be over 100 feet tall, and at the base of it was just as big as the Great Pyramid in Egypt. Um, and this is true. And this is, like, how the fuck are we not learning about this in history class in school? That's my question. Um, And then historians believed that this, essentially, city failed because of a drought in the 1400s, and it started in the 1600s. So I'm going to stop there. I have more. I will share that another time because we're already... Obviously, some of it's going to be edited out, but we're already at an hour. So we're getting we're getting close to the time. That's why I, I'm like, this is going to be such like it's going to have to be split up into different things. I'll just go more into it next week, and then 
I guess until I'm done with giants. Until just keep going. We're done with giants. So that's all the like the sciencey shit, I guess, and the true facts about it. Um, giants are real, I guess. <laughs> I, if we're I like guess. talking technicalities, they are real. Like technically, Shaq is a giant, is he not? But just not the. 10 to 15 feet tall that we were thinking of yeah, earlier. Not Jack and the Beanstalk giant, but like still a giant. Still very tall. And I mean, to me, I get it. Fair enough. Yeah. He's a giant. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you saw Shaq in real life, it would be like, damn. I would look like a child. <laughs> okay. Um, so, switching gears, I am returning to some more of the search and rescue officer stories. Um, these ones... Honestly, these are some of my faves. I, I really like them too, and I'm going to burn through probably a few of them. We'll see. Nice. But um, these are a lot of them that I go back to. So the first two stories that I'm reading are not from the original person for, that had the last stories that I read. It's um, somebody that he talked to, It's a search and rescue officer who um, specialized in, like, high mountain rescues and was considered to be one of the best in her field. And so these are some of her stories. Um, So he had asked, and I'm going to switch into first person so that I can read this because I'm very bad at switching back and forth. Um, So I'm just going to read it as written so that (laughs) I don't get thrown off. That's how I read stuff. Yeah, and that's... uh, I I need to start doing that because I try to translate it and then I'll mess up and confuse myself. (laughs) Yeah, but you sound so... So eloquent. Yeah, (laughs) when you do, (laughs) everyone's like, wow, he really knows his shit. (laughs) I I know nothing. I'm just good at bullshitting. (laughs) So so he said um, that he mentioned to her... Ah, fuck. (laughs) I mentioned to her that I was interested in hearing about any experiences she had with people completely disappearing. And her eyes lit up and she leaned in close and said, want to hear a real doozy? And started telling me about how when she first started, there was a case that had a lot of attention in the media. A family had been out berry picking in an area of the forest um, really close to the entrance of a park. So basically just like a few feet into the park, not like going on a crazy like hour long hike. Um, they had two little boys, both of them were under the age of five, and at some point during the day, one of them vanished. There was a huge search, and they found absolutely nothing. No trace of him, nothing on the kid. And this was right in the entrance of a park, so it's kind of crazy that he just vanished. But, um, and it was another one of those cases where it's like the kid had never been there in the first place. Dogs don't pick up anything. Um, No trace is found. And the search goes on for about two months, but eventually they call it off because two months of searching this area and found absolutely nothing. Six months later, the family came back to place flowers in a memorial that had been set up there. And they bring their other son, and when they're placing flowers, they lose sight of that kid for about three seconds. He said, in that span of time, vanish into thin air. So now both their now kids are both missing. of their kids are gone, and they're oh, like no. crazy because I mean it's devastating enough to just lose one child, but then losing your second and only child is just 
Yeah, and at the time of, like, mourning the missing child. Exactly, in the same place, too. Yeah. Oh. It's terrible. And so they, again, have, like, no trace of them at the park. They have about 300 volunteers just, like, searching for this kid. And it goes on for about a week, and people are looking, like, miles and miles around um, this park just to, like, see if they can find anything. And almost two weeks after the second kid disappeared, a volunteer who was 15 miles away from the designated search area radioed in that he found the kid. Um, The second kid? Yeah, the second kid. Okay. And um, they assumed that the kid was going to be dead because it had been weeks of not seeing anything. But um, the volunteer said that he's not only alive, but he was in good shape. And so um, the girl's name, the search and rescue officer, is named Katie. And so continuing. So Katie and her team went out to recover the kid. And when they got there, she can't believe that this is a kid that's been missing. His clothes are um, clean, no dirt on him, doesn't appear traumatized. And the person that found them just said that he was chilling on a log, playing with some sticks that had been bound together with some old rope. Just, like, straight, just relaxing. The most weird part to me is that their clothes aren't dirty. Like, my clothes get dirty in a day, and then you go, like, over a week, and And your clothes aren't dirty? It's, like, a five-year-old, or less than five. So, like, maybe, like, four, three or four. And going 15 miles through the woods and being completely just, like, perfectly fine two weeks later. Um, Does it give the age of these kids? No, it just says less than five. Okay. Oh, so they're both... Okay, yeah, so yeah, usually when kids are that young, they're, like, digging their hands in the dirt. Yeah, they're just... It. Like, there should they're be gonna get dirty just mouth. existing. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, says Katie asked where the kid had been and who he was with for the two weeks. And the kid told her that he's been with the fuzzy man. And, oh, um, no, I don't like that. Yeah. And Katie is a big Bigfoot person. I was going to say Bigfoot. Yep. And so she asked, like, what he means by fuzzy. Was he hairy? But um, the kid says, no, he wasn't hairy, but he was fuzzy. And he described it as somebody that was, like, blurry. And he said, like, when you close your eyes, but not all the way closed. And um, he says that the man... Does this kid need glasses? Probably. Honestly, at this point, probably. But um, (laughs) he said the man came out of the trees and just took him um, deep into the woods. He said he slept in a hollow tree and the fuzzy man gave him berries to eat. I guess that's nice. Yeah, and Katie asked, like, if the man was mean, if, like, the kid felt scared. And he said, no, he wasn't scary. But I didn't like how he didn't have eyes. And just imagining hearing that from, like, a four-year-old would kill me. I would die on the spot. So, my thought are, do ghosts have eyes? Because I've seen a ghost once with my sister, but I was a kid. But I can't remember if it was my grandpa. I can't remember if he had eyes or not. And I feel like maybe just ghosts don't have eyes. I don't know. I feel like in a lot of things it's just, like, hollow. Like, it's just, like, yeah. dark sockets or something. So I'm not really positive. Yeah. 
I, I've never oh. seen a ghost, so I I could not. I was really young. It wasn't scary. I'm pretty sure I knew it was my grandpa, so I was just like, hey, Gramps. Went back to bed. This is um, uh, why we're going to have to play the corner game and try to find a ghost for ourselves. Um, yeah. Um, my also my other thoughts are maybe maybe the kid was going to be in a lot more danger, and like I said, maybe ghosts don't have eyes, and like ghosts can be a little fur like not furry but like fuzzy, so maybe a relative ghost came back and they like took care of him and kept him safe. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not positive. Well, actually, let me continue. But their clothes would still be dirty, so that throws that out. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, anyway, um, they take the kid back. They try to question him on what's going on. Um, and the kid just kept describing, like, being in the tree, being given berries when he was hungry, and he could wander around a little area. Um, but anytime he tried to go, like, out of this clearing the fuzzy man would get mad and yell real loud, even though he didn't have a mouth, is what, uh... Oh, so he also didn't have a mouth. Yeah, he just, like, didn't have a face at all. And oh, so said, did he have a nose? I, I have no idea. Is that picturing just, like, like nose? Like Slenderman face. I don't know. Huh, and Slenderman's usually in the woods, mm-hmm. too, so... But, um, he said that, uh, when he got scared at night, the kid would get scared at night, the fuzzy man made it go brighter and gave him the twig bundle. Um, And he said the fuzzy man was going to keep him, but he had to let him go because the kid wasn't the right kind. He either, and the kids either can't or won't elaborate more on that. And they just kind of were like, the cops just didn't know what to do. And when they found him, like, they started searching the same area for the brother because, like, the first one that went missing just to see if they could find any trace of him, but they never found anything. Yeah. But yeah, that is the first one of just, like, some being of some sort just pulling kids and I guess, like, it's nice that he returned the kid that he didn't want, but, like, what does he want them for? And yeah, because, like, he... Did he find another kid that he that was the right kind? Well, his brother. The first one that went missing. More than likely. Yeah. Huh. You know how the kid is like, well, he wasn't mean and he took care of me and like all this shit. Um I just like not it's not that I imagine because I've read books about it, but like that's kinda how some people get Stockholm syndrome. Oh yeah, for sure. And, like, in the veil of reality, like, imagine somebody just wearing, like, a stocking over their face. But it's just, like, how somebody got a kid within, like, three seconds, quote-unquote. It's what the parents said, but either way, less than a minute, for sure, probably, of just not looking at your kid just for, like, a moment, and then just being pulled away into the night. That's usually For how two it happens. Weeks. Yeah. A split second. It's all it takes, unfortunately. Yeah, put those kids on a leash. <laughs> I'm a firm kids on leash person. Are you? Yes. Would you, 110%. Would you approve of, like, let's say you had, like, five kids. Would you have all of their leashes attached to your wrist, or would you make a kid chain? In which your leash was attached to one kid. I would probably have them all kid. attached to my wrist. Also, like, 
if you have that many kids, which I know <laughs> some moms do it and some moms do it great, good on you. I personally am not a mom, but I am around kids a lot. I would not take five kids out by myself that are <laughs> no. that have to be on a leash. No, I would just be like, I need, I need backup. I need assistance, please. <laughs> yes, please help. I mean, it would basically like. And my nieces and nephews are great in public, and I still, if there was five of them just as well behaved, I would still be like, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. So the second story that Katie told was um, something that had happened to her directly when she got separated from her training group while she was still um, a rookie. Said there were they were learning the basics of high elevation belaying. Um, on a well-mapped side of the mountain. And just for anyone that doesn't know, I believe belaying is um, just like keeping yourself connected to a rope and like moving up and down the mountain. I didn't know what that meant, so... I am pretty sure it's um, just like trying to use a climbing system to be able to go up and down. And so that way, if you fall, you're not going to like fall all the way down the mountain you'll just fall a little bit and can re-get yourself oriented so you don't fall and die exactly um but while she was like up there doing the training she had to use the bathroom and she went off about 50 yards from the group during a meal break did her business and said um and so the rest of this is going to be in her first person. Not at all confusing how many first persons I'm going into. Um, but she said, so I go to take a piss, and once I'm done, I start going back to the group. But I've only gotten about five feet when I realize I have no idea where I am. And it wasn't like, oh gosh, I got turned around, kind of lost. It was like literally no fucking clue where I was. If yeah. you asked me, I don't even think I would have been able to tell you what state we were in. Like, legitimately, like, something happened to her mentally that, like, she just had no idea what was going on. Um, she thought it was sort of how I imagine people with amnesia feel. Like, you're just completely lost. You have no idea what to do. And yeah. so she just stood there for a while just trying to figure out where the fuck she was and what she was supposed to do. But the longer that... um the longer that I stand there, the more confused and turned around I get. So I just started walking. And as I recall, I just picked a random direction and went for it. And as I'm walking, it's just getting worse and worse to the point where I have oh. no concept of why I'm on the mountain in the first place. I'm just trudging through snow. And then I start hearing this voice. It's kind of inside of my head, like almost. And says it was all low and croaky, kind of what you would imagine if a frog could talk. And it's just telling me over and over, it's okay, it's okay, you just need to find something to eat. Find something to eat and you'll be okay. Just keep walking and find something to eat. 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 Someone? Something. Something. Okay. I was like, whoa, that escalated quickly. And so, um... So, so I started looking around for anything that I can eat, and I swear to God, I've never felt that hungry in my entire life. It was bottomless, and I think I j- have eaten just about anything you put in front of me right then. I had no concept of time, so I had no idea how long I'd been out there when I heard an actual voice coming towards me. 
I go forward, I go towards it and see one of the other um, search and rescue officers, and he looks fucking terrified. He's running towards me asking if I'm okay and what the hell I'm doing out here. And the scary thing was, as he's running towards me, I kind of see myself reaching into my belt for my hunting knife. I'm not even really thinking about what I'm doing, but all I'm thinking of is that I have to eat. If I don't eat, I'll never be okay again. So, so I just someone was right. Yeah, someone was right. Oh. And um, he sees me doing this and backs off right away and yells at me to put the knife away and that he's not going to hurt me. And that kind of snapped her back. So as all of a sudden I know exactly where I am and I put the knife away and I run to him and ask how long I've been gone, thinking he'll tell me I've been gone for like half an hour, an hour. And he tells me that I've been gone for two days that I've gone over two peaks and almost ended up on the other side of the mountain. And if I... Well, that's why she was so hungry. Yeah. And if I kept going, I would have ended up wandering into about 300 miles of just straight, like, unmapped wilderness. And they'd never have been able to find her. That's so wild. So, like, a complete lapse of time. Yeah, it's like the, uh, like, huge states kind of thing, but, like, in the middle of the wilderness, and... Uh, oh, I hope I never find out. <laughs> honestly. He said, uh, he can't believe I'm not dead, and of course, I don't know, I don't know what to think. It's like, to, and from her perspective, no time has passed. So she says, I don't know, uh, I don't say anything, yeah. I just go back with him to the rendezvous point, and I'm taken back to HQ to be airlifted to a hospital. Um... So, like, if you're in a dark room, I can see where someone could get the time mix up. But if you're on the wilderness and you're and you should be seeing sunset, sunrise, exactly in a row, like there should be things to tell you, like time is passing. Yeah. Um. So when she gets to the hospital, they do all kind of tests, and their best guess is that they had either like that few state thing, which is just amnesia, and they don't really know what's going on. Or just some kind of seizure that had knocked um, her brain out of whack. But um, they don't really know. She doesn't really know. And she says it's never happened again. But ever since then, she never goes out by herself. And it's oh, like people will like make fun of her for making them come with her when she has to leave the group. But um, she says better um, just... She says, I just tell them that listening to me piss in the snow was better than losing me for two days on a freezing mountain. Ooh, yeah, and it was snowy. Yeah. Two days? Yeah, it was two days of just trekking through snow. And so it's, with the whole, like, hunger thing, it reminds me of, like, the Wendigo shit. Have you, I know I talked about it briefly, but a lot of it says, um, or I talked about it on a previous episode, but a lot of it is talks about how um, it's like an evil spirit that possesses you and basically like it forces you to like cannibalize people. Or it's like when you actually eat another human being, like you fully like turn into the Wendigo thing. Yeah. And so just like the fact that she basically like just saw one of the people that was trying to come rescue her. And just thought, like, I have to eat him. And probably would have if, like, it had been a little bit different. Like, if he came right up to her or something. is just crazy. So, like, I'm thinking, um, 
like, I mean, the chances of this are very slim because many people believe it's not even real, but like split personality thing. Yeah, definitely. I think split personality is becoming more and more like accepted. Believed. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just hard. Um, it's definitely, I think, a new thing. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I think it's something that. like one in like a hundred people, maybe. Not like full split personality, but have like some sort of dissociative identity disorder. I mean, I, yeah, I think that's more common. The like split personality to me is truly just so fascinating. Like yeah. where you are multiple people in one body. It is kind that of crazy. Is... Oh, I wish I knew more. It would be interesting. Um, but those were her, her two stories, and a lot of these had come from. Um, like, this post that he made had come from when he did, like, a group training event kind of thing. It was, like, an event that had a bunch of different, like, people at it. So he got a few stories from it. So um, this next person goes by EW. Do you want to make up a name for him that I can replace this with so I'm not saying EW every time? Edward. Edward. Perfect. So the next person that he talked to was Edward, who was a former trainer of his um who now works as an emt but he still like comes and helps out and like does stuff with that and um they had he had talked casually about some like stuff but then he brought up um the stairs like the stairs in the woods where a lot of this comes from and he uh asked so he got kind of quiet and asked me if I had heard of a little boy who disappeared from his park a few years back. I hadn't, so he told me this story. They were out looking for an 11-year-old boy, Joey, who had gone missing near a river. Of course, the first thought was that he'd fallen in and drowned or got taken downstream. Um, and when they brought, But when they brought the dogs out, they led the officers away from the river and up into a super densely forested area said, um, when we do searches for people, we search in a grid-like pattern, and we search every box of the grid, like, really thoroughly. That way they make sure that they're covering everything. So what Edward's team noticed right away was that there was a very strange pattern emerging. Dogs in alternating boxes were picking up Joey's scent, but then losing it when they overlapped with another box. So it's like, if you think of it like a checkerboard, Joey's scent was being picked up in random black squares, but never the red squares. And it doesn't make sense because how could the kid get from one area to the other without leaving scent in the area that he passed? He hopped like a little bunny. (laughs) Exactly. Just right on the corners. Um, (laughs) But Edward and his partner pass into a new box of the grid And Edward notices a set of stairs about 50 yards away. And he tells his partner that they need to go check near it, but his partner just straight up refuses. Um, And he tells Edward that he made it a point never to go near any staircases he sees. And while it may be routine, he's not going to pretend that it's normal. He tells Edward that he'll wait in sight while Edward checks. And, um, He says that he felt irritated but understood, so didn't really push him on the subject. Because, I mean, random stairs in the woods and nobody likes to talk about it, probably not going to be a good vibe. 
even though yeah, nothing has leave. directly happened to me with it, if I saw a staircase in the woods, I would probably avoid it because... Yeah. Well, knowing what I know, yeah. But, I mean, not even that altogether. Even if he didn't know anything, I'd be like, mm, that's weird. I'm going to stay away. But I know that there are some people, like Kyla. Kyla would go up to it immediately. If she didn't, and even it, even with her knowing, she probably still would go up there. Yep, because she wants to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, why the fuck are these stairs here? Let's go up them. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? But, um... Anyway, he says, I walked over to the stairs and there was... They were kind of small, like stairs leading into a basement. Said, um, I don't really feel strongly one way or the other about them. Um, so he wasn't really scared of the stairs. And he says, I guess I'm like, everyone else just prefer not to think about them too much. Anyway, he went over and um, could see that there was something lying on the bottom step, sort of curled up. And um, his heart sunk because you always hope for the best when you search for a kid, and he'd only been missing for a few hours, so they were pretty confident that they would find him alive. Um, but yeah, he first 48 hours. Exactly. And he said, but he knew right away it was him and that he had been dead. He was curled up um, in a little ball on the step holding his stomach. And um, it looked like he had been, like, in pain, but he didn't see any blood except for some, like, on his mouth. Maybe he ate some bad berries. Exactly. Don't really know. But just being on the staircase, it was really weird. And um, the family, obviously, was, like, devastated because only gone for a couple of hours and like you don't expect that or even think about it if it's your family yeah and um edward had figured he'd probably eaten something poisonous since he was holding his stomach and then had like stuff on his mouth but he didn't want to guess so he didn't say anything to the family says it's hard enough to hear that your kid's dead let alone have some stupid search and rescue guy guessing at what happened or that they died in a horrific way. That it's, like, no one died. wants to know that. Like, it, it sucks, but no one really wants to know that. Um, And he said, we don't always hear back from coroners about the cause of death because it's not really, like, their job to know. They try to find the kids, and once they find them, they're, like, Ooh. part of it is done. It's not Yeah, anything. I'd be so interested. I'd be like, what was it? What was it? What was it? Exactly. And um, I would be the same way. I would have to make friends with them so that they could tell me. Um, but And he does have a friend in the sheriff's department that will usually pass along info if he asks. And in this case, they um, called him directly about a week later, like, without him even asking about it. And he says... Um, Edward, man, you're going to think I'm crazy, but the coroner has no idea what happened to this kid. He's never seen anything like it. And he goes on to tell him that the coroner, um, when he did the autopsy, the kid's organs were like Swiss cheese. Like there was quarter-sized holes just punched clean through almost every organ that he had. Aside from his um, heart and lungs. But, like, his stomach, kidneys, all of them were just full of, like, these clean holes. Says, um, the coroner described it as if somebody had to just, like, take in a hole punch. Like, they were perfectly very neat. 
but there was no external wounds at all. Like, nothing, um... Yeah, he was just like, I'm at a loss. Exactly, like, they have no idea. That one's wild. Honestly, says no one had a clue what could have possibly caused it, and, um... They at like the sheriff's department person that called him just asked like, "Had you ever seen anything like that? Has there ever been similar cases?" Um, but they just they never knew and they never found out. And he said like, "I still have nightmares about it because I mean I can't imagine <laughs> coming through that without any trauma." Says I don't let yeah. and he says I don't let my kids go in the woods alone. And when we go together, I never let them out of my sight. Says I used to love it, but. Love it out here, but that case and a couple of others sort of, like, ruined being in the woods for him. Um, well, I'm sure that coroner, like, it probably to this day, he's still, like, sometimes in his mind, like, going through possibilities of what it could be. Exactly. And that was uh, basically where their conversation ended. They finished dinner and started to clean up, and then they went their separate ways. And um, he just says that to be careful is basically he just says that there's bad things out there and um he just says to be careful and walked away and he hadn't talked to him at that event again and they never brought it up again that's when i would start thinking aliens again honestly and like with the staircase thing i don't know man or even like that staircase to me is like different dimensions but the whole thing is alien yeah either of them honestly is it possible for it to be both? Uh, yeah. I mean, theoretically, if aliens are just on a different dimension than us, yeah, which would make right? more sense than them being out in the universe somewhere, because we, I feel like we would have found them at some point. Um, I don't know, because I feel like we're probably more stupid than other aliens, so they probably could do a really good job at hiding themselves, because they don't want to make themselves known to us. True, but it's like that whole speed of light thing, which maybe there is something that can get above the speed of light, but a lot of people believe, like, that is the fastest that anything can go in the universe, is the speed of light. But to our technology. Yeah, exactly. It is to, like, our technology, but, like, just, like, there would have to be some radical change in our understanding of physics for it to be, like, different. It's, like, kind of like how gravity works. If, um, like, I, I, I'm not going to be able to explain this well, but basically, like, the speed of light, like, being able to go faster than the speed of light is, like, theoretically impossible. Because that's how you would be able to, like, go into the past and that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. And that's why, so, like, if you fly faster than the speed of light away from, like, planet Earth and then come back faster than the speed of light, then you would end up back fast sooner than, like, things have, than light has reflected, so you'd be, like, seeing the past yeah so whether or not you can interact with it i just think it's a little bit possible if you consider the fact that maybe these aliens have better technology that we don't Mm -hmm. it is possible but i just think the dimensional thing is more probable between like aliens may not even technically be how we think of aliens they're just different dimensional beings Mm -hmm. i can get it exactly okay 
I will read Unmas. And I don't know the names, but okay. One more. Is it Spanish? Yes. I I took French. I apologize. That's okay. I'm just terrible at Spanish and better at French, and I it's just I'm not great at that either. <laughs> either way. Oh. <laughs> but I said by a pure coincidence I got to talk to another vet, PB. I'm gonna call him Paul. I'm not very creative with names. <laughs> who has been in uh, the SAR, the search and rescue field, for years. Um, They had been partnered up on a grid sweep during a training exercise, and they were just kind of, like, talking about random things. And at one point during the exercise, they passed an old set of stairs, um, though those were probably from, like, an old fire lookout. It wasn't kind of, like... It wasn't the weird ones where it's, like, it looks like it was for a house. Like, it had a reason to be there. Yeah. And um, he sort of casually mentioned that he was curious about it and that, um, sorry, going back to first person, I sort of casually mentioned that I was curious about it and wish I knew more about them. And he got kind of quiet, like he wanted to tell me something, but wasn't sure if he should. And um, finally, he said to turn my radio off and um, says, obviously, this is something that we are never, ever supposed to do, but I did it and he did the same. And he said um, about seven years ago, he was out on a call with a rookie. They were in an area of the park that had a lot of strange reports and events, um, different things like disappearances, stories about lights in the forest, odd noises, just things like that. And um, the rookie was totally spooked, kept going on and on about like the things in the woods. And according to Paul, it says the guy wouldn't stop talking about the goat man. Just on and on. Goat man this and goat man that. Yeah. And, uh, I'm thinking of the one thing from Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, basically. Okay. I think that, that would be like, I think it's like a satyr. Saturn. I'm bad at pronunciations. One of them. One of those things. But it said, um, finally, I told him there was plenty else to be afraid of that was real and that he should get over his thing with the goat man. And so immediately the rookie wanted to know what kinds of things I was talking about. And I just told him to shut up and walk and says, we crested a little ridge and there was a staircase about 10 yards ahead. And the rookie stops dead in his tracks and just stands there looking at him. And I tell him, see, that's something that you should be afraid of. The rookie asks, um, what the hell are these doing out here? And for some reason, I decided to open up and tell him the truth, or at least what I've been told is true. says, I could have gotten in a lot of trouble for doing what I did, and I could get in a lot of trouble for repeating it to um, the main the po- person that posted this. says, but since you're a nice kid and I want you to stop looking into this, quit while you're ahead. says, so I'll tell you what I know under the condition that you never talk about this to the supervisors. And um, they double-checked that their radios were off, and Paul went into his story and said, um, so this is from Paul's perspective, it says, when I first started out, we were a little bit less tight-lipped about them and the other things that happened out there. We warned people before they, even hired, before they were even hired that there was weird shit going on. It says, I guess the Forest Service was tired of having such a massive turnover rate, and they wanted people to know what they were getting into. So they just started having people sign these agreements that they wouldn't go to the media about what they were going to see. And the um, 
Forest Service didn't want to scare people away, so the last thing that they needed was spooked rookies running off to the media with ghost stories and haunted stairs and all of that stuff. Says, But eventually, they found out the agreements just weren't necessary because people didn't want to talk about what they saw. They just straight up would not say anything. I'm I'm sure in some of those cases they kind of don't believe what they're saying themselves. So they're like, if I say this to anyone else and they think I'm crazy, then I am crazy. Yeah, and honestly, like, I, I if no one's gonna believe you, there's no point in saying anything. It's just you can if something like that happened to me, I would probably tell like my friends, but I wouldn't be like going to and then we'd be like you better not tell anyone that exactly (laughs) put in a ward honestly and (laughs) whether my friends even believe me would be kind of iffy because i mean like i I don't believe you i don't even know if i would believe some of my friends if they were like oh yeah Mm." i I think it depends on the friends friends yeah there's, like, I would believe you. Um, says a few times the media tried to talk to people when kids or hikers would disappear and no one would ever say a word. And it's just like, I can't really explain it. I guess we just don't really want to admit anything is wrong. And especially, like, if it's it's their job, they're out in the woods every single day. There's no, we don't need to be spooked. Like, the best way to avoid freaking out over things is just to pretend that everything's okay. Yeah. And it says, I mean, in some cases, yeah. For the most part, if it's not going to change anything, and it's not like... A lot of the times, from what I can tell, it's not like the search and rescue officers have as bad of an issue with it. Because they're just like going out and trying to recover people. But they know more, I guess, about what's going on. It says, um... One, he said that he saw one guy, he said, I'm oh, sorry, says, the stairs have been out here as long as the parks have existed. We have records going back decades describing them. Sometimes people go up them and nothing happens, and other times really bad shit happens. Says, I saw one guy get his hand just sliced clean off when he got to the top step. He reached out just to touch a tree branch and it happened so fast. One second his hand was there, and the next it was gone. Completely clean wound, and they never found his hand. That's weird. Yeah, it says, um... Ooh, the, you're just, like, out there doing some shit, and your hand gets missing? Just gone. Disappeared instantly. That's rude. And, um... He said that, like, the his hand, um... Like, he almost died just from bleeding out because his hand got cut off. Says another time, a woman just touched one of the stairs and a blood vessel in her brain exploded. Oh my like, gosh, literally, did they kill you? Yeah, just literally just like popped. And she sort of stumbled down and came back and all she was able to say was, I think something is wrong with me and she just dropped and was dead oh before my... she hit the ground. Oh my god. And it's Ooh. just like, there wasn't anything that he can do. And he said, we warn people not to go anywhere near them, but there's always at least one idiot who does. Kyla. Yeah. <laughs> and even if nothing happens to them, something bad always happens. Said so kids go missing as they're on trails. Somebody dies the next day, completely like just maimed in a place that should be completely safe. Says, That's I don't like know curse. why. Yeah, exactly. Like something is cursed with the stairs. 
says, I don't know why, but something bad always happens. I don't know exactly why they're out there, and it doesn't really matter. They're here, and it says, if we're smart, we tell our new officers exactly what they're capable of. Um, and so, and after he said that, they both kind of went quiet for a second, and he didn't want to speak up in case um, Paul wanted to continue talking. But then he looked at, he um, finally spoke up and just said, have you ever noticed that you can't find the same ones twice? And um, the main poster just nodded, expecting him, like Paul, to continue saying anything. But Paul just kind of stayed quiet and eventually started just talking about a random story about a big, the biggest deer that he'd ever seen in the park. Weird. Yep. And um, he didn't bring up the subject again. Never pressed for more stories. And um, he dropped out of the op the next day. And apparently he left before the sun came up just saying that he was sick. And uh, yeah, that is the end of that story. was just some more weird staircases in the woods. Yeah. Oh, that makes me not want to go hiking. Honestly. And here I am going to go hiking in Canada for a week. So... It'll be yeah. interesting if I find any staircases. I will send pics. Yeah, do that. Before I go up and see if I I've dive. Been, yeah, I've been hiking in Canada. I didn't see any staircases. I don't believe so. We're going to a pretty uh, not crazy part of Canada. Although... I think you'd have to get middle middle of Canada to see some wild shit. Well, we're going to Algonquin. So it's like, I think like... Seven, I don't know what that seven is. Seven or eight hours from here. Is it like straight north? No, it's um mostly west. Okay. Oh, so no, more sorry, towards sorry, the middle. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. Mostly east. east. Yes. Okay. Well, that's a little bit safer. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's. I think uh, I don't even know. I'm just saying that, but I feel like it would be. It's like not too far out in the wilderness. Like it's, it's not like it has towns kind of surrounding it. I feel oh, like I may have been there. Yeah, it's not too, too crazy far. But yeah, hmm. so we shall see. We shall see. But anywho, anywho, that was my story for today. And I'm sure probably next week or whenever I am back on the podcast, I will finish out the search and rescue stories. There aren't a ton left. Um, so we shall see. We shall see. Okay, well, I'll continue on uh, Giants. (laughs) Sounds perfect. We'll have another episode, just part two of what happened today. Yeah, I guess so. And maybe it won't be in one, maybe half will be in one and the other half won't be. I don't know, who knows. Um, Listen to every episode and find out. (laughs) Listen and find out. Every single episode. (laughs) We're going to make our titles riddles so you won't be able to just jump to it. Rate and review. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Uh, Feel free to email theweirdandsuspicious at gmail.com if you have any stories that you would like to share. At some point, if slash when we get more stories, we'll have an episode just dedicated to reading them. Yes, that would be so much fun. Um, And our Instagram is theweirdandsuspicious. Twitter is the Weird and Sus, Facebook group, Facebook page, The Weird and Suspicious, and I'm Kirsten. And I'm Joshua. That's weird. That's suspicious. Have a good day slash night. Yes.
Yeah.